This is Father Luke Rowicki. And this is Brother Andrew Tori. And this is Pause and Play, your series on discernment. We're calling it All In, and we do have a jingle for you. Tell me why. Why is life dealt me this card? Because I'm going all in. So we got these cards as you've been following our episodes. Brother Andrew's been picking a card out of my hand, and we respond to it, and it's spontaneous and pretty cool. But that's it for the end of this episode. So That's for the end, We've folks. talked about what, why discernment is important. We've talked about being aware as something so necessary to even begin the process. If you're not aware of what you're supposed to discern and what's happening in your life and around you, there's nothing to discern. You can't begin to do this reflection. Isn't there a Disney song about this? Be aware... Right? Ah, yes. I think in Aladdin. No, was, I think uh, it's, no, no, no. I think it's Lion King. No, Little Mermaid. No, Lion King. Be, That's right. Exactly. Scar was like discerning whether he should follow his vocation to a monastic life or to, or, or uh, to kill something more like apostolic. Yeah, like to kill the lion. Yeah, he's like a kill Mufasa or not, and so. That's actually not good discernment because that's between a good and an evil. <laughs> so we'll get into that later. But um, you have to be aware. And so that was what we talked about last episode. Hope you um, caught that episode. If not, check it out. This third episode, we talked about it kind of at the end that you need to be aware of who you are. And so we're going to start with a really good quote that Pope Francis brings up in his speech. This is mostly coming from his talk on October 5th. And so we're putting it out there in case you do want to follow along. As we speak about these amazing messages on discernment, Pope Francis believes this is so important for our world today. So we're going to continue going deeper and deeper into his message on discernment, which he takes from St. Ignatius of Loyola. Brother Andrew, what is that quote that we thought would be like a great way to kick off this episode on self-knowledge? So he quotes an American spiritual author. Who's a Jesuit. Who's a Jesuit. His name is Father Thomas Green. He wrote this book called Weeds Among the Wheat. I've never read it. It's been out of my list for a while. But this is what he says. Very good. Have you read it? Yeah. So, So this is what Father Thomas Green says that the Pope said. I have come to the conviction that the greatest obstacle to true discernment and to real growth in prayer is not the tangible, is not the intangible nature of God, but the fact that we do not know ourselves sufficiently and do not even want to know ourselves as we really are. Almost all of us hide behind a mask, not only in front of others, but also when we look in the mirror. So break that down for us, Brother Andrew. Break that down for us. What, what, did, what did that just say? I don't even, my mind just spinning. Spinning, your mind is spinning. All right, so Father Thomas says that, you know, discernment, the biggest problem isn't about like, who's God or like, what is he saying to me? No, 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 no. Does it need to be apophatic or cataphatic? Cataphatic. We really say anything about God. Is he, (laughs) is he good? Is he not good? Is he beyond good? Oh my gosh. My head is spinning right now. That's not what we're talking about. Discernment is not that complicated folks. (laughs) Green, Tommy G, take it away. Tommy G says that the biggest problem is we don't know who we are. We don't know ourselves sufficiently. And, and even when we think we know ourselves, we usually have a mask on and we sort of tell ourselves who maybe we'd like to be. You know, we sort of hide behind a mask, not only in front of others, but, but when we look in the mirror, even when we're by ourselves, 
we say, oh yeah, I don't have that problem, or no, I'm going to be fine, or I'm good, or no, 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 no. We don't know ourselves. Because if we can't admit to difficulties that we have, honestly, or things that are ugly about us, or, or maybe the opposite problem, maybe we're, we have a false humility and we don't recognize the good talents that we have. If we're not able to come to know who we truly are, then, well, that's the biggest problem about discernment. That's what Father Green says. And that's what Pope Francis talks about. And this is something so exciting that each one of us is this universe, like this completely irrepeatable, unique masterpiece of God. You're an Im made in the image and likeness of God. You're an entire world. If you spent your whole life digging into who you are, you still never finish. Like your most profound identity, your rich personality, the desires that are in your hearts. You are so amazingly amazing. Each one of you, each one of you. <laughs> and here's the thing, like that could then lead to, oh, then, well, father and brother, you just tell me to like be self-centered and focus on myself. And like, that's not, doesn't sound Christian. Like, like, why should I just, why should I spend more time thinking about myself? Let's go out there and do something. And then here, Pope Francis follows this Tommy G quote, Thomas Green. Sorry, no, <laughs> don't try to be, I don't know he's disrespectful, but he says, forgetting God's presence in our life goes hand in hand with our ignorance of ourselves, ignoring God. And ignoring ourselves, ignore ignorance of our personality traits and our deepest desires. If you don't know yourself, if you're this total mystery, this enigma to yourself, you don't know what makes you tick, what gets you out of bed in the morning, what you get excited about, what your interests are, what what you love, what you hate. Like you're like God trying to speak to you is gonna be impossible because he's he's put those desires in you. Your desires are different than your siblings and from your friends. And and so let's begin getting to know ourselves. Let's walk through this speech of Pope Francis. Like, what is it that we need to know about ourselves? Because then, and we'll get to that in a future episode, then we can really get to know who God is and what he's trying to tell us. Like there, Pope Francis says there's, there are like passwords we need to know. We need to like, to un, to like enter into who you are, uh, this is like this is where the discernment gets really cool. Like it's yeah, it this really is, is really an cool. adventure. This is really cool because um, well, we're all so different, right? And you know how you know how the, the game telephone. So like you have this whole I don't know like line of people or circle of people, and like you say one thing, like um, the Queen of Hearts is in the dining room jumping on rollerblades and eating cake with a you candlestick. Say that one phrase with a candlestick. And so you say that phrase, and then by the time it, and then each person says the phrase, the next person, next person, next person, but you can't hear, you know, like the, you can't hear, it's all, it's all like whispering. And then by the time you get to the very end, the phrase is completely different, right? The um, candlestick has now become Snickers bar. <laughs> and the queen of spades is now the king of clubs. <laughs> the, the dining room is now the arcade. In Mongolia. <laughs> so completely different. So... What the point is, is that we can kind of hear this phrase that's said to us, but sometimes we don't look at it objectively. Um, we hear it through our language, through what we want to hear, through what, I don't know, just whatever, like, like subjective elements that sort of um, condition us, right? And that's normal because we all are sort of conditioned by our personality. We're sort of um, affected by our, the way that we think, our habits, our personality, psychology. And so we have to be aware of that because there can be objective things that we learn about the world, about God, about other people, whatever. And we have to be aware of how we receive that information. Okay. This might sound like a complicated idea, but let me see if I can try to make it simpler. 
Well, let's even um, use both intros. You're thinking, let's use the image of the autopilot. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Because, like, why don't you go into that? Because we both love that image that he uses. Yes. Because of deactivating autopilot. Like, how does, how does that, like, what does that look like? Uh, it's sort of, I mean, it sort of um, reminds me of what we talked about and what Pope Francis talked about, like, just being aware and St. Say, and Ignatius, what he taught us about yeah. realizing there, there's, like, some opposing powers and, and desires in me and stuff like that. Um, if you're an autopilot, like, you need to deactivate that. You need to snap out of that. Um, just routine and kind of going through things. Um, and otherwise you're, yeah, you're not really even stopping to understand why am I picking up this pen? Like what, what did I just do? And there's certain things you don't have to discern and think so much about like why I picked up this pen. Um, but there are other things that you have, you have habits. You don't even know why you just picked up your phone. You don't even know why you just uh, are so sad about that thing. You don't, because we're on autopilot all the time because we're all so busy. Yeah, yeah. And we have to deactivate the autopilot, right? Because we, cause that allows us to acquire awareness of, of how we act, like the way that we act, the way that we perceive things, the way that we um, listen to people. Um, it helps us to, to become aware of the feelings that are dwelling inside of us, um, the thoughts that keep coming back up, coming back up to us. Um, usually unconsciously. So deactivate the autopilot folks, like, like no more telephone game, right? <laughs> like it helps us to acquire objectivity, right? Um, we always have this sort of subjective element that, that affects us the way we affect the world, right? Um, because that's just, that's, that's just the way we are, right? We all have our own like way of looking at the world. Um, and so there's never like this purely objective reality, like totally objective. No, it doesn't exist. Um, but when we deactivate the autopilot, like the Pope says, then it's like, oh, it helps us to see like what's actually going on inside of me, in my heart, in my mind, in my will. Like, like, why am I majoring in geology? I don't even like geology. Like, hopefully that's nobody's case, you know, <laughs> but, but like in these big, and like for these big situations that people find themselves in, like, like you're dating. Well, why are you dating? Like, do you really want to get married? Can you imagine yourself? Well, I don't know. I mean, like maybe in the future, like, well, okay, well, what do you need in order to get like, so like deactivate the autopilot. Don't just go through the hoops, right? Like the, um, you, just, you brought up feelings. And again, I want to go back to like, just this image that came to me as we, as you were talking the first time, like we're each this very rich, uh, person, personality. Uh, you're not like anyone else that's ever been on earth before and will ever come after you. Um, start to unravel that and unwrap who you are. And he says, it also requires that we distinguish between emotions and spiritual faculties. Um, and like, just to begin to understand the amazing person and, and being that you are, like there are certain things that you can do that animals can't. And as much as brother Andrew loves animals, as he's talked about last episode, <laughs> they cannot um, have abstract thoughts. Like they don't have an intelligence. Like man has an intelligence. They have this knowledge that kind of is, Stay, sticks with like what they see around them and like the instincts that they have. Um, and, and then we have this will that isn't just instinct like an animal has. It's, it's deeper than that. Like I can sacrifice my life for someone else. I can offer my sandwich, even though I'm hungry to this person next to me because I love them. Um, I can, as a dad work nine to five all the time, just like just daily grind because I love my family. I want to put food on the table for them. Uh, there's this uh, depth that we have. And Pope Francis says, like, let's begin to be aware of that um, 
in us because there's a difference between I feel and I want. That's what he says. Or I feel and I'm I feel like I want, or I feel and I I'm convinced. That's different. And if you're living your life just I feel like doing this and I do it. I feel like doing that. I feel like binging this new series and I just do it. That's different than if you stopped, reflected, and said, I'm convinced that this is the best thing for me. I want like my heart, my desire, my will, not instinct, not feelings, but I want to spend these next 10 hours binging this series. Like it's gonna be different. <laughs> like if, if that's really what is best for you and you're convinced, awesome, do it. But if it's just like you're kind of escaping from something, I've, I don't feel like doing my homework, so I'm just gonna, I feel like this. Uh, that's already like this step towards self-knowledge that is key. And then a temptation comes into that. We, we can get into that a little bit if you wanna do that. Um, but this, like you, like I want to encourage all of us to just recognize the amazing person and creature that each one of us is. That like God has given you so much to uh, live your life to the full. But we got to know that we got to discover who we are philosophically, like through anthropology. But just like you're on an existential level, brother Andrew, you're not like your brother, Father Nathan. You're not like Nick. You're not like I mean, you're like them, but you're so different you are uh well yeah brother I and mean, father nathan is very musical too i don't know if, yeah Nate, oh no all three, <laughs> you're all three very musical but like there's things that we're all different yeah. yeah 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 although you do sort of have like a similar laugh too like i was just with father nathan recently anyways there's <laughs> there's things about you that that's that beautiful of our family but um everyone like i encourage you to like discover the amazing person creature that you are yeah so you talking about like discovering like who you are, remind me, remind me of this amazing quote from St. Augustine. So some of you guys might know that St. Augustine is one of the greatest minds that the church has ever had. Um, he wrote so much. Like it's, it's, he's one of the, the author, authors that has written the most of all the authors that have ever lived. He's wrote a ton. And he has this amazing quote reflecting on his conversion experience. So he's thinking about what he went through when he was, you know, basically a pagan and he converted to God. And, he, and in this quote, he's speaking to God. Let's listen to this. Hmm. You were within and I was without. You called, you shouted, and you broke through my deafness. You flashed, you shone, and you dispelled my blindness. So this is so cool how, how Augustine says that God was within, but he, Augustine, was without. And so what does this mean? This means that in his conversion process, St. Augustine became aware of who he was, of the deepest part of who he was. And who is, what's the deepest part? The identity of, of, of God being inside of him, of God dwelling inside of him. That's, that's the key that led Augustine to realize, wow, you were there with me this whole time while I was suffering. And wow, you know, you're so gentle. You're so humble. You don't want to force yourself on me. You're so loving. And so this was the, this was the, the key to his, to his conversion experience. And, and just to throw another quote um, out at you guys, since you guys love, uh, love quotes, um, the self-knowledge experience is really um, captured also by another thinker called Blaise Pascal. Mm. And Pascal said that uh, he's talking about like, um, like another theme that we always talk about is like, you know, silence, being still, pausing. Pascal says this, all right? Let's see if you guys can take this quote. It's pretty strong. I have often said 
that the sole cause of man's unhappiness is that he does not know how to stay quietly in his room. He does not know how to stay quietly in his room. How much, how many of us can do that today? Like there's so much noise. Like how are we going to be able to listen to, to what's going on inside of us, to become aware of why we're choosing the things that we're choosing, why we're have the goals that we have, why we're, why am I angry today? Why am I cranky? Do I need to be that way? Can I like analyze myself a little bit to see why I'm in this bad mood and maybe like get rid of the ideas that are, are sort of like calm those down and then have a good day? Like, so discernment isn't just about these big dramatic decisions like a conversion experience of St. Augustine or obtaining the ultimate goal of happiness in life, which we're all seeking. It's also to like, to analyze yourself day by day, like, okay, how am I doing now? How can I be a little bit better? What is God telling me in my situation now? Um, and that passes through self-knowledge, becoming aware, being a person that goes within, not without. And God had to be very dramatic with St. Ignatius. Like he had to use a cannonball to like, <laughs> to kind of help him to stay in a room and be quiet as, as our, as Blaze was telling us. Uh, we don't, hopefully need a cannonball to smash into our leg in order to slow us down, deactivate autopilot and take time to like discover God that he's not way up there. And even like going back to the Tommy G quote that like ignorance of God is not because like, wow, God is your infinite. And like, you know, I, I, I have to read all these books in the library to finally discover just a little bit about who you are. No, ignorance of God comes because we're ignorant of who we are. And we haven't because and why are we ignorant of who we are? Because we haven't taken that time in silence in our rooms behind a closed door to uh, to learn more about what moves us and what desires we have. And I think it's so true too because like if you're if you don't believe us, if you don't believe Blaze and Augustine and Saint Ignatius, and you think no, I'm perfectly happy. Like there's Netflix is pumping out these series. I have friends all over the place. I'm. I'm on my phone all the time, just like I'm in touch with them. Like they've sent me hilarious memes. And on top of that, I started a cryptocurrency uh, business. And like <laughs> I'm just making millions. I don't know. I just sit on my couch and I'm like, just like stocks are rising, going through the roof. Like all those, I, I'm great. Life is good. But like, that's a different type. That's like a thrill. That's like excitement. That's like what, when all that stops and there's eventually you're going to get bored of series. If you're watching too many, um, your friends are going to be busy. And, and then, Ooh, that's like almost like the cannibal. And now it's like, what do you do? Because you've been living from like excitement to excitement, thing to thing. And it'll leave you empty. Like those, that story of St. Ignatius, like the, when you would think of like being a knight and like Sir Lancelot and he would do all these things. And, and then like when that memory faded, he was empty. But if you learn to know yourself and like what moves me and you like do things that are meaningful to you, only to you, that could be very different. Like you could just taking time to walk in a forest. Like some people love that. Maybe like doing a painting. Some people love that, but it's meaningful for them. Um, Even just like, I don't know, like Sudoku or whatever. But it's like, I'm taking time to just like be by myself in quiet because I love that because that's something that's, that's mine. Good. That's healthy. Do that. But don't just escape yourself and and like avoid knowing yourself because you're scared. Like like um, Thomas Green was saying, like we almost don't want to know ourselves. We don't want to know those deep dark secrets that, like man, I feel like I'm not enough. I feel like 
if people knew me, I, they wouldn't really like me. I feel like um, I'm not lovable. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm like, no, well, it's, man, we we have a lot to unpack, people, as we continue this this series of of really being all in. But hopefully, this episode has helped you just realize like there's it begins by knowing yourself, and we're here for you. We're gonna try to help you, um, you know, take that on and uh, have no fear because fear comes from the devil. We're not gonna let fear guide us anymore. We're done with that. No, no, no. But Andrew. All right. I'm holding up. If, if you're just listening to our podcast, I'm holding up three cards to the screen as we began this episode three by cards. saying we've we picked up the king and the queen were actually the first two cards chosen. So now that Andrew oh, has to pick one, and this is going to him. Folks. Oh, man. So in I, here, I, know, is, I know one of his cards, and I don't want that one. <laughs> so it's either going to be anecdote, joke, or uh, – what? oh, no. Oh, yeah. The other one was like advice to um, – to Jack. Okay, so. <laughs> advice to Jack. What the heck? All right. I want the one that's all the way on your... Wait a minute. You're moving these. Okay. I want the one that's all the way to your left. Uh... It's not the Joker. Oh, yeah. Anecdote. Okay, yes. anecdote. So, Brother Andrew, this is like... I just want you to give us an update of what, what's been... Uh, what have you been up to in Rome? Oh, well, we're... Um, we're recording this episode at the end of January, beginning of February, right? And we're in exam period right now in Rome. Ooh, so yeah, that's, that's right. I know. I've been studying a lot. I have six exams altogether. I've done four of them, and I have two. It's a heavy more. load. So, uh, so yeah, it's good. It's a lot to study. It's some of it's like it's like uh, <laughs> to use a really uh, really uh, visceral image. It's like you're cramming a bunch of food and then you're vomiting it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because you I have want, like, I want to sign me up. <laughs> you have like three or four days to study, cram, 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 and then you just you just say as much as you can and then you repeat for six for five more times. <laughs> and are you vomiting to use your image in English or Italian? Um, let's see. So far, it's just been Italian. Yeah. Sometimes, That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I usually, I think I've, most of my exams have been in Italian. I study in English, but... Um, you I, regurgitate in Italian? I regurgitate in Italian, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to stop using this image because maybe someone's like <laughs> on their way to lunch. As oh my gosh. This, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, that, that's been my daily bread. Okay, and you're still doing, you're still director of champ. You're kind of training S in someone. Still, yep. Training in the new guy little by little. So um, there's three three other brothers here that direct the music with me and two of them are younger brothers and one of them is um is studying theology like i am so he's going to take over um hopefully <laughs> i don't think i don't i think i've told him already <laughs> but um but yeah and finishing up these last six months of theology and oh well one thing one big thing is i guess we have to we have to kind of wrap up here but this can be the the final fun comment is that i have been officially approved to be ordained a deacon how did we not Woo! start with that? This series, this is amazing. <laughs> this is incredible. This is after 13 years. 13 years? 14. No, 14 years. For you? 14. It's no. been, yeah, yeah, yeah. 14 years. Oh, oh you're right. You're right. No, sorry. Years. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because you did so, two more years of, yeah, exactly. So you're all invited. Louis, it's going to be in Luis. It's going to be in my home parish, my diaconate ordination. It's going to be wow. in my home parish in Slidell, Louisiana on September 30th. So you're all, you're all invited. Please come slide to my home parish, Louisiana, September 30th for the diaconate ordination. And uh, yeah, 
I'm, 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 and last thing, and I'll let you finish, Father Luke. Um, I'm so excited because my, I have an uncle. No, he's, well, he's, a, he's a cousin. He's my dad's first cousin, who's, an, who's a bishop, actually. My dad's first cousin, cousin is, a, is a bishop in Detroit, an auxiliary bishop, and he's going to ordain me. So I'm so excited about that. Oh, yeah. that's incredible. And wh- when did I meet him? He was in Rome. I he met was him in Rome so- for, oh, no. for ordinations. Or maybe our profession. Like at some point he was. Not for my profession. Maybe for an ordination he was. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. But uh, or maybe for Father Nathan's ordination. Is that he was in Father right? Nathan's ordination. Because I met right. him. Yeah. yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Not your yeah. uncle, not your cousin, but your dad's first cousin, cousin yeah exactly <laughs> but he's a bishop and he's gonna be there um that's awesome angel well, congratulations on behalf of all of us here at pause awesome. and play Thank and you. uh remember folks uh we're never gonna be that type of person that just pauses because we're also gonna play too so get pumped god bless <laughs>